The lumpy 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 Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the Lumpy Mother, the podcast where we talk about being a parent in the real world, our real problems, our real stories, all of the above. All of the above. I'm Sarah Stark. And I'm Natalie Mills. I have four kids. I have a daughter who's nine and then three sons who are, they are, not our, I mean, they are ours, not Sarah and mine, but they <laughs> Do belong to another person and my, myself. <laughs> um, three sons who are eight, seven, and two. Wow. That's yeah. my kids. Yeah. yeah. And I have two kids. My son is almost two. My daughter's almost four. Like a month. Yeah. yeah. We have an almost three-year-old who is oh unpotty trained. Oh, man. Potty trained is rough. Um, yeah. So each week uh, we share... A yes, a no, or a hello, one yeah. of those. And uh, just talk about all the things motherhood, what's on our minds, and what we're learning, and what we're feeling at, but uh, trying to do so with grace and kindness, kindness to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they're serious topics. Sometimes they're just weird things that are on our minds. Yeah. I have one of those today. Oh, those are my favorite. <laughs> so... <laughs> Prepare yourself. <laughs> right. That's what I got. But yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. Tell me about your week before we get started. Any, I was. Oh, my gosh. How well, are you? I, this week is gearing up for Friday because I have a big grad school interview. And then after I leave the grad school interview, I go to close on our, our house that we just bought. So that's a huge. Friday. So exciting. I know. Um, no, I've just been doing great. I've just been really enjoying reconnecting with my friends in my hometown that I'm now living near, and it's been great. We've been on nature walks with friends. We've had lots of play dates. That's awesome. I'm just, yeah, I feel at home again, and I feel like I found myself out west, and I came back, and so, like, I'm a me in an old environment that feels very homey, and I'm soaking it up. So, how about you, or week? You had an exciting week. I had a really good week. It's spring break for us. So, but I'm going to talk about that in a future episode. Yeah. But it has been just a super relaxing week. Um, Today, the day we're recording is my only day home, which is, I had a lot to do today, but it was worth it because I just get to spend a lot of time with family and friends and doing all kinds of cool stuff. But I will talk about that next episode. So okay, you'll get to good. hear all about it. I yes. Think, for the most oh, part. I can't wait so. to hear a recap because it looked and sounded amazing. It was. It was awesome. All I'll say is I have a different spring break than my kids. Yeah. And so at first I was really bummed about that because we usually do something every single year. And then I realized it gives me a week to essentially go somewhere on my own yes um so i did that with my mom <laughs> and so like momcation it's the theme of my spring break and i'm loving every moment of it yes i think yeah it turned into <laughs> the most amazing thing yeah. and everyone should 
try to do that. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Like, just having a week to like choose what you want to do yes. by yourself at or your with own pace. Mom. What I've realized, like pace is something. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's not amazing. dictated by anything, any outside yes. anything. No exactly. schedules, no kids schedules, no house chores or demands. Oh, that sounds glorious. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So do you want to go first today? Or you yes. Want to go first? Wait go for it. No. Yes. Sure. <laughs> I'll go first. Go for it. Okay. So what I'm talking about today is, um, so I'm a big fan of Brene Brown and on her podcast recently, I forget which episode, she was saying how for Lent, instead of getting something up each year, she adds something positive to her life. Okay. And I'm not really someone who does Lent, but I thought that was just a wonderful idea. And she said one year she uh, took pictures of something beautiful that she's every single day okay. that she saw. And it was like a way of incorporating gratitude practice into her everyday life. Yeah. And so I decided to do that for myself. I had I got this like cute little Polaroid. So for Christmas. Yeah. And so um, I've been taking a picture of something beautiful every day and it's been amazing. So one of the reasons she Brene Brown says to practice gratitude is like in the hardest moments of your life, if the practice when times are good, then you'll start mm-hmm. seeing the grat- the grateful moments when things are bad and it can help you get through the hard hard times that inevitably come because that's in life. And, um, but yeah, what I noticed is, well, I take a lot of pictures of my kids, but I start noticing all those little beautiful moments and it has brought so much joy. Just, I've just been doing it like a week to my life. Yeah. And I'm, I'm starting to like find ways to create more beautiful moments. So not only am I recognizing them because it's so easy to, get wrapped up into the day-to-day grind of just snacks and and diaper changes and nap times and schedules and um everything that you don't even stop to like appreciate some of the really adorable things your kids do because they're pretty adorable um and so like taking a picture and then admiring at the end of the day each day is like I just glow from inside and I love it but yeah also how quick so what surprised me so far about this project for me is how quickly the beautiful moments added up hmm. um like there was a lot more than i think i recognized on a normal day to day yeah and then that i could create more beautiful moments that i started seeing oh they're they're asking for superhero cakes yeah i'm a little busy right now and wrap towels around their necks i could tell them like maybe later but instead no like Wrap the towel. That sounds better. Wrap the towel around the neck. <laughs> <laughs> no, pin the towel on. Give them a superhero cape, and oh my gosh, they will uh, be freaking adorable. And yeah, <laughs> um, then your little two-year-old would put on his little monster slippers with his cape and his diaper without anything else on, and your day will be made. I love it. Yeah, so it's been a really um, great experience, and also just. Yeah, just noticing the beauty in nature and everything. I mean, wow, how powerful gratitude is. You know, I keep hearing, like, you know, keep a gratitude journal. And I think I found a way of experiencing gratitude that really works for me. Because mm-hmm. picture taking, I don't feel pressure to have to write so much. That's true. Or Like, I feel like writing can feel more like a responsibility added, whereas taking picture is like... Well, you're a photographer, so you probably experience this too. It's more of a release and a freedom type thing. And I also really love, um, you know, you only have like 10 pictures per film. And so I'm really like taking my time to enjoy the moment, to capture it just right. 
and and to be and to enjoy it when it develops too. Mm-hmm. It's because I feel like on my phone it's like this quick succession and it's just there to document. So it's almost easy to get stuck behind my phone instead of yes. being in the moment. But with my Polaroid, yeah. it's more like, okay, the moment's there, I take a picture and then I get to just like live in it yes. instead of continuing to take more and more pictures. Yeah, and, I absolutely yeah. think that's one of the downfalls of having this digital media yes. side of photography and like um, keeping these memories alive. Because a lot of times you're right, I take 50 pictures in one minute and then I maybe don't even go back and look at them again. And so then they just live in my phone and it's like this weird thing. And so um, I love the idea because film does that. I think it requires you to create a relationship with a photo. I was the last graduating class to really start with film after my class. They started them. They started them with digital instead. And um, I was so happy that I got to do film because when you're in a, dark room with just trying to get one photo right for two hours you like notice every little thing about that picture that you love so when you only have 10 exposures on those little fuji film cameras mm-hmm. each one of those means something all of a sudden and it each really one of does. them is special and so you're careful about how you use it but then you also treasure it more yes, so you really do i absolutely think that there's an argument to be had about trying to capture your family on film for that reason. I love that. And so even like um, when, so when we were on vacation, my mom and I, we were talking about how we, cause I went to rock, we went to rock city in Chatt- Chattanooga. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but so all of the like um, little red bird houses that say see rock city on the roof, mm-hmm. they're all for this one place in Chattanooga. And it's almost like these, caverns that you kind of walk through and there's all these little gnomes and there's a whole history to this husband and wife that set it up but we went as a girl scout troop when i was younger and we were laughing about how i have pictures of me somewhere and i was saying you know um back then it would have required me to carry around five disposable cameras yes. with 24 or 28 exposures each and you had no idea what they looked like until you got home And um, I definitely think that there's a value in that. And so I love that you're taking that. And I do think you're right. Like, um, if I had to write down something I'm grateful for every day, all of a sudden it's a chore. Not saying I wouldn't enjoy it, but it's something that I add to my to-do list at that point. Whereas if it's a picture, I I enjoy that. Like, there's more reward there. And also, like, the camera's just out on the table and we're at home. Yeah. Or I just, it's so small, I just carry it with me. And it's like, oh, that's a nice moment. Yes. You know? Um, and I'm always looking for the moment. So my eyes are peeled. It, it's I a different love that. relationship. Like you were saying, yes. it's a completely different relationship in the best way. And I was really taken aback by that. I, I, I guess because we don't do think we're so often using digital mediums that that you forget yes you know and are your kids super into seeing them too they are yes they're way more apt to want me to take a photo of them with this camera because they see it come forth and like the process um and sometimes i just give it to them to play with or you know whatever or we had my nieces over and they each got to take one picture and yeah yeah, it's like it's more (laughs) Yeah, it's relationship building instead of detracting, for sure. No, I I love that. I think that's amazing. And you know what? When you mentioned digital photos, 
and not even looking at the photos. It makes me think that there's a whole life on my camera I don't even know about bec- on my phone. Yes. Because it's just like quick succession, capture this, but then then I forget about it. Yeah. I um one of the things that I am constantly trying to change is that I hate that so much of my life is digital. Um in a picture form yeah. specifically. Um I hate that like okay if anything happened to my phone or like they're not all on my cloud or whatever. Um how much of how many years of my life would be gone not years of my life would be gone but all of those memories of these stages of my kids lives would I not be able to look back on and so I've been trying anytime CVS has like the 10 cent sale 10 cent print sales yeah or whatever um we print them out and I have these books that we put them in because the kids so smart love looking through and seeing their pictures that way I don't That's know why more personal too you know yeah. I think that I realized this when um and I I think we talked about this way back but um we had two funerals for Nick's family members mm-hmm. and going through all of those their family pictures made me realize Someday my kids will not have this unless I give them a format to look through those. If all of the pictures I've ever taken of our family are on my phone in 50 years, what does that mean for them? You know, and even like the pictures I took eight years ago when Ava is one, I don't even know if I understand how to get those, you know, and so that frightens me a little. Yes. Well, I think when we had discussed this, it was after my grandma had passed and she kept so many photo albums yes. and that made me realize the importance of putting in a book too and like for me it's about not making it perfect just doing it just printing the pictures and then putting them like i need to get a bunch of nice photo albums that are easy to just put in stack them in there i don't even have to write anything nothing just yes. have the photos yes do it yeah you know? just like committing to it mm-hmm. and not part of me wants to be like okay well i'll wait until i can get them all printed no you just gotta do it now because if i keep waiting for that to be perfect but that's awesome Mm -hmm. i like that it makes you i think it or i think what it would help me with like that gratitude idea is like you kind of already said be more aware every day instead of just like going through the motions because if you're purposely looking for something to be grateful for i think you're more apt to notice all of those small things that happen do and i can't it's really improved just my presence with my kids and being with them mm-hmm. in their moments because they are so present and it's very, very easy for me. You know, I like to get lost in a book or my phone or or whatever it is um, or my own mind. <laughs> yeah. um, and so it takes me out of that and brings me back to where I am right now. Um, yeah. Which is hard to do. Have, Absolutely. Like, why are we always in the past and the present? Why is the, or past and the future? <laughs> why is the present so difficult? I think that's to maintain a great question. Focus on. Yeah. So there you go. There's your thought <laughs> for the day. But um, you know what's cool is they're like sixty to seventy dollars mm-hmm. for this camera. Um, and there's other Polaroids available yeah. on there. Um, I, I highly recommend it. I love uh, it. If it's yeah. something you're into doing. The only length, or no, I should say I'm just not great at Lent in general. Um, I tried. I was doing so well in 2020. I had given up all social social media, but then in the middle of Lent, the shutdown happened, and it was just like we were all so desperate for information yes. that it 100% ruined that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm not great at Lent at all. 
And <laughs> our church does a really good job of like encouraging you to give up something, but also replace replace it with something more meaningful. I like and that. So yeah. Um, well, I like the idea of adding. I mean, I yes. I feel like we're always trying to take away, like yeah. lose weight. I don't know. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, mine, um, I'm taking you on a completely different route. Yours was really meaningful and serious. And mine Perfect. isn't at good. All. Which I think is as I've I definitely that. said before, this is a pattern for us. You're very you're very thoughtful and you do all of your wonderful research and you're so good at that. And then um I don't do any of those things. And so I guess what I feel like that's very refreshing to I'm me and I need that, that in my life. Today. And maybe that's why we work in our friendship. So today I'm gonna complain about <laughs> a certain situation and yes. some movies that I've I just like sounds can't right up my alley. Yes, please stop thinking about. Oops, I just sh- shuffled the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm ready. Um I can't stop thinking about these. So have you seen Sing Two yet? Did you? Oh, I didn't think I really watched it, but we had it on for the okay. kids. So we really liked it. You know, you had to like pay to rent it. Um, but we did that twice because it's still cheaper than our family going to the movie theaters. Um, <laughs> and we love my kids loved Sing One and they loved Sing Two. The music is so good. I will say that I really do enjoy both movies. OK, yeah, the music's great. Yes. Yeah, so I want to talk about the mom. The pig mom. And I'm going to look up her name right yes. now so okay. I don't just call her the mom. I just realized mom. <laughs> there's chocolate all over my sweater. <laughs> like Today, oh. Ben left and he had um, butt paste like right on his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I just I just want you to know it's there. And he's like, eh. it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, but it looked uh, myst- uh, mysterious. <laughs> that's Maybe that's the right word. So funny. Okay. I'm almost there. Uh, Rosita. Okay. Okay. The mom's name is Rosita. And the first movie, I feel like they they really hit or miss with this idea of motherhood in this movie. And it bothers me. And as I was even thinking about it today, when I was kind of preparing for this, I realized like, okay, it's a movie for kids. So where I want a few conversations to happen those are conversations that would happen if it was in a, a movie geared towards adults. So I understand that. This is just me complaining at this point. So in the first, she has, they have like, what, 60 kids or it's something crazy like that. Something ridiculous. Yes. So 60 some little piglets running around. And in the first movie, it's all about how she is like exhausted just being a mom every, every day. Her husband comes home. He's tired. Um, I think what frustrated with me with the first movie is that he never helps her with anything. And then like there's totally oblivious. Yeah. And then and that's like part of the joke is that he is oblivious to the whole thing and she never asks him for help. There's never any confrontation about this. And I think when it came out, I had I can't remember if Henry was home or not, but I loved the part where at the end it's like she feels herself again. She's like she's reminded of the kind of woman and the human that she is outside of motherhood. Honestly, I cry almost every time during that last yes, scene when she that she's, was really good. Yes. Yeah. It's just like her discovering herself again. I think they did that so well. I did not enjoy the part where it's just like um, the husband is not very helpful at all and is not held accountable for any of that. Just like taking advantage of her hard. Work yeah. And, and like he comes home exhausted. I understand that. But um 
like not even real conversations between the two of them. It was just like she was invisible. Well, she was so yes. invisible that he didn't even notice when she wasn't there. Yes. Until it went wrong. Yes. Which is how I feel often. Exactly. You know, like like uh, just being a mom and keeping everything in line. Like, yeah. It's not noticed until something goes wrong. Yeah. And you know? and that's exactly the issue. She creates that like robotic kind of system to get all of her kids out the door. And even I think it makes me sad, like none of her kids even realize that she's not there, <laughs> you know. And yeah. so um, and sad. I understand, like. For the kids movie, it's all kind of part of this joke. I totally get that. Yeah. But for me as a mom who has felt those things before, like you said, that um, is always a little bit heartbreaking to watch. But I do love they kind of redeem her. Well, she didn't do anything wrong, but um, he is like very supportive of her and the singing, whatever. OK, yeah. so then the second movie, I won't ruin all of the big stuff for you, but <laughs> essentially the theater is thriving. They're doing incredible things. And the koala I should I should have made a list of all of their names. This is I actually feel like I would know better by using the animal names. Okay, like I wouldn't have known her name was Rosita, the pig mom. Any kind of movie, this is how it goes. Even when I'm trying to talk about like stories with my students, I'll be like, okay, it's the movie. Um, it has the guy from Titanic with it. It's like playing charades with my students and they have to guess the actor's name. And then I'm like, yes, that's him. And he's in this movie and the movie is about and then we just keep that line going. Yeah. So anyways, I'm just not great. In You're general. engaging your students. Yeah. Well, it's more like this is not actually on topic and I'm just trying to solve a puzzle. But um, so in the second movie, they end up going to they have a different name for it, for, but it's essentially like a Vegas almost to like try out for this production company and so they can put on this big play. And so um, when they're leaving, there's this one line I caught it the first time and now I can't stop like thinking about it. They're um, trying to decide if they should travel or not as a group. And they're all at the bus and Rosita comes running up and she's like, um, it's all taken care of. I got my husband to babysit for the weekend. <sighs> See, you know exactly what the problem is, right? That word. I don't use that word. No, 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 not with. And I at first, like when I first heard it, I thought, OK, maybe she was talking about like she got her mom or grandparent to babysit. No, it's the dad. They're talking about the dad and for and I feel like um, movies nowadays are much better about being careful with things like any kind of phrasing They're very intentional with the way they words thing word things the lessons that they give children all of that stuff mm -hmm. so i was so surprised um but then that's what made me start thinking wait in the first movie i feel like there are some injustices to her that are never talked about like you said i think you said it perfectly um not even realizing you're there or you're not there until something goes wrong feeling invisible until something goes wrong um but that one line it like it makes me so upset. That's why. Okay. I have a huge thing on this. I hate that. Yes. I hate it. Like loathe it. Like do not say that <laughs> about right. my husband. Or any no. dad. Because like, he's not yes. babysitting. He's parenting. And I exactly. actually have changed my vocabulary. Excuse me. Vocabulary intentionally as of, as of recently. Because I used to say. And like. And Ben's really great. Like he's a great dad. Mm -hmm. um, but instead of. Can you watch the kids? Mm -hmm. I say. Will you parent your kids yeah. while I go in the other room? I've changed it to parent, like for my own sanity, because there's always mm -hmm. a part of me, like, instead of like, will you help me with the kids? Like, will you 
parent with me. Yes. <laughs> like I really tried to be intentional about, about saying parenting and like emphasizing that we are both just as responsible. Yeah. And um, I also think when you ask someone, like, can you watch my kids? It's like a bare minimum style thing. Yeah. Like, can you what? just make sure they stay alive? Yes. while I go do something and I'll come back and fix everything else. No, yes. That, we're a partnership. I love That's that. Not, exactly. I'm not going to fly. So anyways, I, that it runs through my head. And I, I honestly, I love every part of that movie except for that part. And that's almost enough to ruin it for me. It's oh, that, that word when it, in re- reference to a dad mm-hmm. babysit, it like hurts me yes. in my chest. Like I feel it. I'm like so angry thinking about that. Um, I completely agree. There were a lot of things I think. When I watched this thing one, I definitely had a lot of criticisms about how it was like kind of iffy. Like there was like theft involved. I'm pretty sure. Like he totally like uh, exploited everybody. Or like um, yeah, he, he does. Yeah. kind of like he, he he says there's a prize. There's no prize. Well, no, you know. The, okay, so that's an accident because the I the chameleon, um, the lady that helps him out. Remember oh, yeah, her, yes. her eyeball falls out, and so he was being somewhat <laughs> honest, and then she accidentally added. Like ninety thousand oh, dollars oh, to the prize. Okay, you're right. You're right. So he didn't know he was lying to them until. But he didn't come forward when the mistake no, was made. He, it's so true. So there's a lot of like, I don't think it was the best kids movie, like from an ethical standpoint. But I mean, it's I mean, they're so young. I doubt they're picking up on those kind of details. And I'm just someone I really like love analyzing a movie. So I'm gonna <laughs> find them all or a book. I'm gonna find those things. <laughs> but um no i hear you on the babysit one yeah that actually was... i was thinking about making that a topic about like well you know what really makes me mad what going to an event mm-hmm. and only the moms are watching the kids and, cl- and like mm-hmm. cleaning the dishes mm-hmm. like family and holidays st- and that it still happens yeah yeah my my family is really good about this now but growing up it was very very like gendered it was all like thanksgiving all the women did the cooking and the cleaning and the guys all watched football yeah and there came an age where i was like i'm not i was like so angry i'm like i don't like football but i'm staying in here yeah <laughs> you know like when you feel like oh i probably should be helping i'm 16 or 17 um but it just makes you feel so livid <laughs> and it's so hard because for us all of the ladies are in the kitchen and so i want to be with them you know yes and so for me it's it's just part of the system, but having my kids see that, like, especially having my boys see that would be pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, I think we have a pretty even division of labor across, honestly, with my mom, Hank does a hundred percent of the cooking yeah. and does not let anyone else into that's his awesome. kitchen. Well, that's so. like Ben. I mean, when we're hosting, he's cooking and he's yeah. busted his butt and I'm usually the one who gets to enjoy the party more than yes. he does. So yeah. no, I'm I'm not talking about like, but every now no, and but then I do understand you, you, you go to a party and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave. No, <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> well, I, that's my one. And, and really, I I like the music. I think they do such a good job with the music. Like Charlie as an almost three year old loves to listen to the music and those. And so yeah, the music is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, we really enjoy the movies, but it's kind of like for me, it's like I used to be really against Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Ugh. I think they're so sexist, like just every oh, stereotypical yeah. female trope on Daisy Duck and and Minnie Mouse and Minnie Mouse. But now I'm like, OK, my kids, too. Yeah. 
And my well, daughter's like three. But they do, like, as soon as kindergarten, they start noticing, like. Yes, absolutely. You know, what, um, what they think boys and girls are supposed to do. And Evie's actually really getting into, like, the difference between boys and girls. And stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, she's probably at age where it's not so good. But Frankie just likes the music. Yeah. And he likes, he goes, oh, who knows? Oh, oh, I cannot do Mickey Mouse Clubhouse for so many reasons. (laughs) That was really not even at the top of my list. It was just so annoying. But yeah. um, Yeah. I, I don't know. Same songs. That's, I can't do any shows that are like that. So like Doc Doc McStuffins is that way. It's the same three songs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, there was a collection that the kid PJ Masks. Not really songs necessarily, but just the same sayings like, yeah, um, time to outlet, save the day or whatever, into the yeah. night to save the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, it's not for me. So um, anyways, that's my big complaint today. I love it. it. I thought there's meaning there. Yeah. <laughs> we got a little deep, I guess. We got, we got I under did. The surface. Oh, I know what else I was going to say. I under do- the surface. <laughs> I did, because um, then I thought about, okay, what could have made it better with the relationship between the husband and wife in that one for me? And what I realized is like, divorced. I mean, yeah, well, the beginning of the second one, there's a moment that you think that they did get divorced because like of a, of this comment that someone makes. And then I realized, oh, no, that that didn't happen at all. But um, I realized like as an adult, what I needed was to see them have a conversation like her asking, hey. I'm going to be doing this. And so I'm going to need you to step it up at home. I needed that kind of conversation. And then I had to remind myself again, like, oh, no, this is a kid's movie. Kids are not interested in that. Me as like an adult. They only put those few like um, things in for the parents. I mean, they got it wrong in this one. but Yeah. But yeah. So then I had to like catch myself with a little bit of grace there. But anyways, that's so that's. That's my complaint today. But I might one of my favorite things though is honestly overanalyzing children's shows <laughs> and books. Yeah. Children's books. Some of them are really poorly written. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> so so bad. All right. I think that's all we have for you today. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for joining us. We had a great time. Um, don't forget that we come out every two weeks now, every other Yay. Tuesday. If you don't already follow us on Instagram. Or um, Twitter, make sure that you find us there. Yeah. And you can email us at the lumpy mother podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah. Hope to hear from you and look forward to talking more <laughs> next time. <laughs> we will be talking next we'll time. Talk. So that's accurate. We talk and uh, say things that you listen to. We do all that's of what this. A, that's what a podcast. If is. there was there was never a better description of what this is than what you just said. <laughs> I really said. broke it down. You I? did. Really did. Good good job. Good Thank job. <laughs> all right. We'll see you in two weeks. Sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs>